The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at ycampidaho.org. Welcome to Episode 5 of Spirits Podcast with our guest and editor, Eric Schneider. We're going to talk about, well, Eric is going to talk about today a folklore from Appalachia. Appalachia, as the locals would say. I'm going to say Appalachia. You're going to hear us go back and forth. (laughs) Um, That is creepy. It is really creepy. A little rapey. A bit rapey, like like many good myths. (laughs) Yes, like many good bits. We don't endorse it. Very rapey. Just, uh, just we're marking on it. Um, and it scared his cousin, so that's a big goddamn deal. Uh, it scared me as well. A little bit. A little creepy. Kind of creepy, kind of cool. Kind of creepy, kind of cool. So we're going to let Eric kind of lead you guys into it uh, to go with our sort of woodsy Appalachian mytho- uh, mythology here. We are doing shots of moonshine. We did shots of moonshine. Eric was drinking wine out of a box. So uh, overall, I think the aesthetic is is quite appropriate uh, for this wonderful, homegrown, you know, woodsy Appalachian myth. So today I'm very excited to be joined by a special guest, somebody that I know very well, have met at least four times, my longtime <laughs> internet friend, my old internet brethren, Eric Schneider. Hello. It's Hi, me. Eric. <laughs> have you guys met? No. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. No, yes. we did. We got drunk at a bar together, so clearly we've met. Yes. So very on brand. <laughs> as, Perfect. As we I nailed do. it. Excellent. Good. So I know nothing about what you're bringing to the table today, Eric. I know that it's a contemporary uh, myth and or lore. Yes. And neither do I, which is weird. Yeah. Right. Julia's normally in the, in the position of power here, having prepared, done her reading, her, you know, footnoted citations. I'm not prepared at all, and it feels very strange, and I do What's not like What's it like it. to be on this side of the table, Scary. Girl? What do you, why do you do this? That's how I do, man. I just roll through life, not prepared, winging it, um, taking what comes. That's not how I please, do. Please, please I'm the most type again. A personality. <laughs> Sounds just I, like Amanda. Just just then, I felt like I was I was parodying David Duchovny in those pa- in those posters for Californication. Is that the show that he's in? Yes. Yeah, I've never watched the show. I've just seen the posters and just him like lounging with like an open tie. Like I just assume he just like wears aviator glasses and yeah. smokes weed the entire episode. <laughs> like that's it. It's David Duchovny sitting at a desk, tie undone, smoking some weed with aviator glasses. I think on. he has that- a lot of sex in that show too. 
I think well, that's, that's a big part of the show. All right. Well, let's not push the boundaries of reality uh, in terms of my, you know, parody <laughs> into company. I'm not fair. a method actor. I just want him to have dad jokes. That's all I want. That's I all know. I ask for. I know. I can bring the dad jokes. Yeah. Cool. You well, and David Duchovny both. <laughs> here we are on our Duchovny couch <laughs> with Eric remoting in from the great state of Ohio yes. to tell us some myths. Go. So today I'm going to be talking about the story of Taley Poe, which uh, is a Appalachian myth. Um, Appalachian myth. Sometimes it is called Taley Bones, sometimes Taley Paw, but the common uh, pronunciation is Taley Poe. Cool. Um, Bones and paw sound like a good start to anything. Yeah, but it continue. does. <laughs> I first heard this story, I think I was five or six years old, and we were camping out in Ashtabula, Ohio, and they played this old reel-to-reel film of Taylor Poe on like this on the uh like Saturday night amphitheater night for all the kids and whatnot. That sounds amazing. That sounds very Appalachia. And (laughs) yes, uh, this this isn't an Appalachia though, but this old reel-to-reel, I have looked everywhere, like probably like every six months, I scour the internet for anything remotely close to this recording that I saw and I have not come up with anything. One of the main reasons I remember it is that my older cousin, he's a year older than me, was scared to death by this thing. And sometimes mm. I'll just like text him it. And he's like, I hate you. <laughs> um, things that scare nice. our cool older cousins. Yeah, like it was a big win for me because it didn't scare me, but he was terrified. Like he couldn't sleep that Very night. good. Um, we'll get to the part, <laughs> we'll get to the point in which the story becomes very scary. So Taylor Poe is the story. There is, uh, it's like hunting season. There's this old... Sometimes he's a hermit, sometimes he's just an old hunter, but he's very hungry. He hasn't been able to catch anything much this season. And he has three dogs. That's also important. So hunter, three dogs, pretty much in the middle of nowhere, hasn't caught a lot of game this season. And recipe for disaster. A, the revenant. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the revenant. Topical the, joke. Topical joke. <laughs> Devin Parashi, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, and uh, he, so he's trying to... Uh, to hunt one night and he uh he doesn't get anything and he goes to bed and then he hears this scratching he can't figure out what it is he wakes up and in the cabin he sees this cat-like creature <sighs> with these bright yellow eyes bright blue no, eyes no. Yes. it's described differently sometimes it's described kind of as a bobcat sometimes as a cougar the story i remember i this is probably wrong but my vision is that the tail was that of a skunk but then the rest of it was very cat-like mm. so he sees interesting so he sees this thing and it scares him he well, no shit cuts <laughs> off its tail mm. and the make thing, a skin cap so probably not a bobcat because they have the little stumpy tails. But probably not a yeah. bobcat. Um, but like it had like <laughs> it has like bob it has like story. like bobcat esque ears. It's like it, it's, it's kind of like a, yeah. a mishmash of a bunch of just Appalachian four legged even creatures. scarier. Exactly sounds about right. And he gets the the tail and it runs off. Sometimes he chops off with an axe. Sometimes he shoots it off with a shotgun. It's an Appalachian folk story, so there's a lot of variations, obviously. So then he. It leaves, the creature leaves, and the dogs chase after it as well. Unfortunately, only two of the dogs come back. No! 
<laughs> the puppies. The, the the dogs. One of the dogs presumably has been has been gotten eaten by the tailipo. The dog got got. It got got. So then, what happens? Is he sends another dog after it the next day? Uh-oh. Bad choice. Bad choice. That Terrible, dog, dude, also doesn't come back. Not good. No, does not make it. See, back. Uh, this is the opposite of what you should do. Exactly. But like, so traditional myth, and like they they send the first son to find the golden goose, and then he doesn't <laughs> come back, and the second son they send it out. You know that kind. What's of thing. the worst that's gonna happen on a quest for a golden goose? He finds it, and like it's shiny, and he stays. No, like, usually they end up like not even finding it, and be like, I found this brothel, and that sounded uh, good. Right? Yeah, like I found the bride in the neighboring city, yeah. and goodbye mom and dad mm-hmm. so then the next night he wakes up <gasps> one dog left with the feeling that there's something in the room <laughs> and he feeling. hears in a man's voice oh no oh no Haley Poe Haley Poe give me back my Haley Poe oh, oh. That's what scared my cousin to death. That is scary. He wants that There's just skunk tail back. Animal parts lying all over the place in life. Yes. Fur coats, fur hats, mounted heads on the wall. And Eric, there's one in your apartment. There is. There is a <laughs> no. deer head in my apartment. The deer is going to start talking to you, being like, I want my no, body. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't bring that into my life. Don't body suggest po. that the animal body on po. my wall starts talking to I me. I want my body, po. I want my body, po. <laughs> so the creature leaves that night, uh, unfortunately, with the third dog. Oh, oh, come on. Is he making the dogs into a tail? Like, what's happening No, here? I think it's just some <laughs> like kind of some human kind of centipede cra- style. Some kind of crazy yeah. creature that wants to eat. A bunch of dogs, and that's that's okay. what it does. Or just you took my tail, I'll take your dogs. Also, yeah. totally explains why he wasn't catching a lot of game at the end of the mm. season and stuff. That makes sense because the tail pose eating all his deer and crap. Yeah, this thing is. Big. <laughs> I know what's up in Appalachia. Deer, Appalachia, Appalachia. De- de- deer, mostly just deer, mostly and one tailipo, <laughs> and several bobcats who are too scared. So another night comes to pass, and the man wakes up to the tailipo on his mm-hmm. chest once oh, again. Like a tailipo, cat. Tailipo, He, scared to death, screams, I haven't got your tailipo. And that, I mean, he's like, maybe if I reason with this right. weird cat with a man's voice. Cat thing that is eaten all yeah, of my exactly. dogs. Exactly. It will leave. And that doesn't work because the creature yells back, yes, you have. Yes, you have. (laughs) He is not having it. And in different variations of the story, uh, he kills the the man. Finally. (laughs) And in some more graphic stories... He sodomizes him before killing him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, humankind. What hath your subconscious wrought? I mean, you know, gotta make it worse for the dude. <sighs> I'm do. assuming that the tally- dogs. I guess the tally pose a dude, we assume. I mean, the male voice and the right? sodomizing, uh, like, makes sense, right? No, it doesn't. 
in one universe doesn't make sense. I like a lot of Greek mythology. <laughs> Everything makes sense to me. And that's pretty much the entirety of Talipo. It's not a super uh, long story. I don't think don't there's a moral. <laughs> I don't think there's a moral. I think it is just an old Appalachian this folk tale. This is a terrible episode. I feel it's like is taxidermy it, is bad. Or is it might a great be episode. Right. <laughs> or like kids, don't cut off animals' tails for spite. They'll eat your pets, sodomize you, and or kill you. I'm with you, Eric. I think that a mythology and lore doesn't always have to have like a like theme or a like lesson at the end of it. Sometimes it's just to scare small children into doing shit that they shouldn't normally do or like not doing shit that they normally would do. Listening to their parents. Yes. Listen to your parents. Don't <sighs> cut off but like tales don't of we animals. have enough ennui in daily life? Like really, really not in Appalachia. Do we need to continue to like tell ourselves stories? I mean let's let's just let's think this through a little bit. So you know who who told the story? Like someone's crazy Uncle Bob and his three dogs, like Jack Black and and Morgan. <laughs> Why did they wait, end up being wait, Jack Black? Are those, is my question. Are those the names of the dogs, or is Jack Black with this uncle? <laughs> Jack Black is the uncle in this situation, okay. and then all three so of his ta- dogs are named Morgan. the Taylor Paul movie, Jack Black as the no. uncle. <laughs> The dog Morgan Freeman plays the tally pro. The, uh, the dog from Wishbone is one of the dogs. Uh, no, the absolutely. dog from Frasier is another one. And, and Airbud. And Airbud. Air <laughs> if I thought, if I have to think of three hunting dogs, it's those. I was going to do dogs. Beethoven, but all right, if you guys want to do Airbud, Beethoven couldn't fit inside the tally po. Oh, well, the tally po is not sized out. You don't know how big the tally po it's is. It's on the guy's chest without crushing him. I mean. Not necessarily. He might have been crushed. Also, you don't it know how much like of this dog holding he's its weight he could, on the he could, high. He could take a couple bites out of Beethoven. Oh, I mean, like, oh. plus he held the guy down and sodomized him. So, like, oh, he had okay. to be all right. Let's heavy. move on. Let's move on <laughs> past that particular <laughs> verb, which need not be said again. So, Eric, why do you think this is like a story that? Wait, has I didn't finish my. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> I didn't finish my backstory. So. Someone's crazy uncle. Jack Black. <laughs> Continue. Jack Black is telling the story to his kids. And w- <laughs> she can't even finish. <laughs> she just finds it so ridiculous. <laughs> With Wishbone, Airbud, and the other one. Frazier. I don't know which one you picked. Frazier's dog. Eddie. What what is Frazier? Frazier's the show with what's his face? Eric, help me. Wait, this the, one isn't Seinfeld, right? No, no not, not Seinfeld. Of the, the spinoff of Cheers. In my head, Cheers is the bar that they go to after Gilligan's Island. <laughs> what? How is that a thing? Why do you think? Th- this what? is this, this podcast is taking a quick one eighty. Uh, oh no! For but it's so a man good. Eric's podcast or a man and Eric's pop culture hour. Oh no! Okay, readers, listeners, <laughs> readers, <laughs> we sent you a transcript of this. Every episode of Gilligan's Island ends with them still on the island. Why are they going to a bar? I, I never watched the end of Gilligan's Island. Do they finally get off the island? They at some get point? off the island in the movie, and oh, then they okay. go back to the island. And then at the end of the show, they get off the island a second. So time. it's like Lost, but funny. Yeah, so listen, I would guys. describe Gilligan's Island as Lost, <laughs> but funny. funny. 
Just like I, I described no... Lost as Gilligan's Island, oh, okay. but with time travel. Yes. I have no knowledge of pop culture before the year 2000, before which I either A, was reading books, B, babysitting, or C, was not born. So Are... in my head, when I read about sitcoms from the earlier eras in human history, yes. they're all connected. They're all just in like a, a universe. weird multiverse. They're all just thing. in a universe. I'm yes. willing to bet. I think Frasier was on up until 2003. I, it was, though. I doubt. I mean, would, would a child me be watching it? Well, wasn't David Hyde Pierce on Frasier? Yes. Eric, am I he right? I'm Frasier's thinking of the right show. Yeah. It, it's like a it's a this show. Means nothing Amanda. To me. This means nothing to me. Do you know who David Hyde Pierce is? I know you know who David Hyde Pierce is. I know that because he was in the theater. Yes. That's how I know. Yes. Frasier ended May 2004. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Your knowledge is way too specific. <laughs> We're gonna Googled revisit this later. You well, know he Googled that shit. <laughs> as, as a quality producer, I looked it up. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever with your fact checking and your two bedroom apartment in Cleveland. Oh no, I, we're getting into this. I have a one bedroom <laughs> apartment and it's in the suburbs. Okay, okay, okay. That's I'm like, that's, my like point having, that's like having a one bedroom apartment in Staten Island by New York City. Oh, standards. look at your New Year's reference. What? New York's <laughs> your New Year's reference. Okay. Bringing it back to Tally Poe here. Bringing yes. it back to Tally Poe. Anyway. You had a question, or can I move on to my question? No, my final statement okay. was, I imagine this myth arising, right, from, like, someone's crazy uncle who went off into the forest with his three dogs to, like, bunk, you know, hunker down during hunting season and hunt and, like, be by himself and recite, like, scripture or Victorian poetry or whatever it is he's reciting and doesn't come back, right? So a month after the hunting season ends you know, said boy, whatever, originator of the myth, goes, looks at the cabin, sees his uncle torn to pieces, slash maybe some incriminating evidence about same-sex liaisons. His dogs are missing. In reality, maybe they've gone off to live a happy life free in the forest, like some animal animal movie from the late 90s must have ended. But what was that? Hold on, how what do you that react? Mean? How do you... It, uh, free Willy or something? No, no, that's the whale. No. That's a whale. It's the one with the two dogs and the cat. That's Homeward uh, Bound with Chance, Chance, Shadow, and Sassy. Shadow and Sassy. Excellent. The point being, unexplicable events. Yeah. You, uh, you explain them through myth. Yeah. Now, I should, I should add that the version that we saw as children... Wait, was, no, wait, what was this? Was this a documentary? Was it a cartoon? What was it? It was a live action thing. Oh, no. Um, I remember Taylor Poe looking terrifying. But I think it also ended. There are there are versions that that involve a young man, a young boy instead of a man. And like no one dies in the version I saw. I'm pretty sure no boy. one dies and the dogs do come back at the end. So, like, I guess That's the good. dogs are just lost the whole time because it was they were showing this to children. So presumably they're not showing like dogs Where getting murdered. Where were you? Murdered. Were you at Bible camp? So no animal slaughter in yes, uh, but in the the, the, the common myth is I mean it, nobody makes it alive but Taylor Bow. But in our version, I want to say I remember it ending with like the man still alive, the dogs coming back to him, and like his family showing up. Even I feel like like another person shows up at that the end. That sounds like it. a super false happy ending. Yes, which is why it's not nearly as good as a, of a story. I agree. 
But, like, I'm still left to ask, like, what is the point? What? Yeah, how did this story, like, continue to be told? Like, I can imagine it, like, the drunk around the campfire story, but, like, someone made a fucking movie about this. Like, who went out of their way to make the movie of Tally Poe? There are, there are, like, there's still, like, there is the one that I saw in Reels Real, but if you, like, Google Tally Poe, there are, like, a handful of, like, books, like, on Amazon and some, like, shorts people have posted like vimeo or youtube like it's apparently like a somewhat well known like somewhat well known like legend so like multiple people have made this like someone just also made one in like 1990 are there other telepo encounters out there or is it just the one guy i believe it's just this is the one story and then there are just variations of it they're not like it's not like bigfoot where multiple people are finding bigfoot it's this is the one story we have about Taylor Poe. No one else has really apparently it's, ever seen it. And it's just out there it's waiting for you. It's just out there you. waiting for you and your three dogs. I sodomize you, eat your dogs. I assume it's because no one was stupid enough to cut off this weird, creepy animal's tail. Yeah, see, that's Did the key. Did it regenerate like a lizard? If you, no. It, no, it just wanted that tail back. bobcat tail after that. <gasps> is that where bobcats come now from? He, no, he, no, there is, no here's, here's, here's your moral, okay. Amanda. If you, the guy admitted... To, to cutting off the tail, maybe like he would have uh, made it. It's a story about not lying. Don't lie to weird <laughs> creatures like sphinxes. Could you lie if to you a sphinx? Up, was there a different, I was literally there, just thinking of sphinxes. Sphinxes you. you can't lie to, right? Yeah, because they'll like be like, no, you're lying. Here, solve my fucking riddle because you raped your mom or had sex with your mom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Oedipus has, sorry, Oedipus has a story about a sphinx. Oedipus is an Egyptian? No, but the Sphinx exists in Greek mythology. Oh, is existed all I think we'll probably get to that oh, through, at some point. Through the seasons. So you mm-hmm. could say Taley Poe is the Sphinx of West Virginia. <laughs> and a good Sphinx it is. Yeah. That sounds like a great band name, the Sphinx of West Virginia. Oh my that god. Does sound like writing a it band down. Put writing it, on, it down. Put it on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> Listeners, you will come to understand that I have an ear. For band names and naming things more generally. Not that she will ever be in a band in which she can name. Oh, no, I have no musical talent. <laughs> no, not at all. I was actually re-listening to this uh, original Broadway cast recording of Rent yesterday and realized that all of my audition songs are like Anthony Rapp's or Jesse L. Martin's songs in Rent down two keys. Because so you're a tenor. <laughs> that will tell you what kind of musical talents I have. Anyway. Anything else to add, Eric? That, that, I mean, I just don't, don't lie to creatures. If you cut off a tail's, a creature's tail, own up to it and everything will be fine. Wait, is there some like 40 and shit going on there? Like he castrated the animal and so his, I don't know, violated in some way? I don't know. I mean, if I had a tail, <laughs> I, would, tail I wouldn't take someone cutting off everything my tail as a offense to do the terrible thing he does or kill him like i would be like okay you should probably go to jail i might punch you a bit but i'm not gonna yeah, I mean, no but there's no tally jails. jails so basically tally don't cut off animals body parts really it's a lesson about not hunting you shouldn't hunt it is it's almost a, a moralist you know vegetarian type thing which is very progressive for like 
Ver- West Virginia, West Virginia Appalachia. What does he do for a living? He, what, how does he just take off hunting season to go live in his cabin with his dogs? Maybe that's what he was like. That's how he lives. No, I mean, in some of the stories, in some of the legends, I did say he is a hermit. So he could just be living out in the woods. Oh. So this could just be his thing and he could just with not be catching anything to eat for a while. I like to think of the tally po just roaming around there, watching from the trees as Appalachian Trail hikers like frolic and take Molly and freaking film their YouTube videos. <laughs> Where are they getting Molly from? <laughs> I want to go so you're, you're pitching a modern like reboot yes, of I Tally am. Po. I am. I'd be into it. I think it would be a great. This is like, the one with Jack Black. Yes. <laughs> this is the one where Jack Black. No, no, no. This is Molly. the one with like Amanda Seyfried and oh, yeah. the Hemsworth that's older. Um, Chris? Chris. Chris. No. Liam's the baby younger. Eric. I know. I said it. I knew I was wrong instantly. (laughs) No, no. This is the reboot. Yes. With Amanda Seyfried, Chris Hemsworth, like inexplicably shirtless, like having sex in a river or something. Mm. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Cabin in the Woods, but a little bit better. Exactly. On the Appalachian Trail. No, he's having sex with Amanda Seyfried or the Taylor Fell here. With Amanda Seyfried. Both. Okay. At the end. Between those two, which would we all choose? Amanda Seyfried. True. Well, yeah, but then the later scene. Oh, right. So, exactly there, so these saying. two are, are walking the Appalachian Trail. It's 2016. Yes, they're, it is. they're like, oh no. Maybe 2017. No, we need to get a budget. There's Come no on. Snapchat filter on the Appalachian Trail. Oh. Right. Stuff like that's happening. That, that exactly. sucks. Exactly. Because these days, what any, you know, upper middle class, like entitled millennial wants to do to find themselves is either like go to on a retreat to India, but that's kind of eat, pray, love. That's kind of middle age, whatever kind of passe. So they go on the Pacific Crest Trail. But no, that one is too mainstream. There was a movie about it last summer, Wild by Cheryl Strait. Mm-hmm. I recommend the book. And so the lesser known indie version of that is the Appalachian Trail. Oh, they so could come saying. across the cabin from the original legend, too. Ooh. Right. And they we, stay, we they stay yes. there and yes. that's when the taily pole comes for them then. Right. Ooh, and they find the tail and then they're ooh. like rescue mutt that's with them, like wearing a photogenic bandana yeah, it has to be. goes missing. And the, all, the, also the dogs they adopted from that always uh, looks dying. Oh, yeah. Right. And David Duchovny. <laughs> the, dog, the dog is played by David Duchovny. Name David Duchovny. <laughs> I would name a dog David Duchovny. I know. Stop shooting on the rug, David Duchovny. Come yeah. on, so good. <laughs> I would. I mean, I'd I'd watch that movie. That's what I'm saying. Is there's all kinds of dramatic potential in the 21st century. I mean, the point being that the Tally Po is a myth that has persisted into the present and totally should be remade into a movie so that we can scare more of Eric's older cousins. I'm just saying, yeah. Hollywood producers, you heard it here first on Spirits, colon, A Drunken Diamond to Myths and Legends. You know, it'd be a great movie. We're open to optioning the rights. We will happily we give only... you our addresses for royalty checks. All right. We will skip Amanda Seyfried for... Anna Kendrick, if you want to go that kind of oh, more no, hipster wait, guys, style. I fucked up. You know oh, who no. we need? Who do we need? Kat Dennings. Oh, yeah. Kat Dennings looks great in a sports bra. Mm-hmm. That's very important mm-hmm. for anything that's happening on and trail. And he's already been in a movie with Chris Hemsworth, so the works perfectly. Exactly. They probably, their agents know each other, something mm-hmm. or other. It looks great in any lighting. 
her hair looks great up or down. Mm -hmm. She looks great in all situations is what I'm saying. And she could be the one, you know, lone survivor escaping like beautifully dirt streaked. Because she actually tells the telepo where his tail is. She like you're integrity. supposed to. And she may or may not be, be a vegetarian. Like mm-hmm. she just, she plays kind of, you know. Oh, she's vegan people. in the movie. That's why, oh, that's nice. why she survives. Nice. And her like D-bag Australian meat-eating like, boyfriend. Like sneak, sneaks a uh, hamburger and then Meat-eating in more ways than one. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So telepo coming to theaters near you in 2018. 18. Yeah, Give us time for post production. Yeah. I think so. It's real easy because it's almost all one location, really. Yeah. You can CGI that telepo. It's going to be real good. No, we can do Henson Company. We're going to use real effects. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I don't want a 400 pound telepo <laughs> muppet lying around. I don't want a telepo muppet lying I around. Want, I, with th- you. I think whoever did those creatures from Attack the Block would do a great job with telepo. Oh, yeah. Solid totally man. agree. Instead yeah. of yellow eyes, have some like green goo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider. Hey. Allison Wakeman designed our logo. Subscribe to Spirits uh, in your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. Our website is spiritspodcast.com, and you can also find us at Spirits Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud. On our Patreon page, patreon.com slash spiritspodcast, you can sign up for exclusive content like behind-the-scenes photos, audio extras, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings to go along with each show. Every little bit helps as we get our first season off the ground. Even better, if you like the show, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time.